can't do it. I'm doing the podcast. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Giants fans, welcome to Big Blue All Year, the podcast that brings you New York football Giants content all year long. Well, your host toe tap the line between podcast professionals and a bunch of fanatics talking shit at the end of the bar. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year is not brought to you by anyone. Insert sponsor here. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at Big Blue All Year and rate and subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Adult content ahead because, you know, we're doing it live. Speaking of which, it is April 26, three days away from the 2021 NFL Draft in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. And welcome to Big Blue All Year's last installment of The Road to the draft. But first, let's get through some headlines. And for that, we get into a segment that lets my distinguished partners stick on a headline to talk about or kick it to the next one. So, bigger. Yo. Disciple. <laughs> Answer me that age-old playground taunt. Are you kicking it or are you sticking it? Up first, Gettleman refuses to get fleeced. Yeah, I'm going to kick it. Uh, Gettleman mentioned that he doesn't want to trade back and uh, not get enough uh, value back for the trade. So can't blame him. Let's see if the uh, urban myth is proved wrong in 2021. Can I kick it? Giants free agency seemingly continues. Yep, the Giants are now linked to Eric Fisher. Offensive lineman from formerly of the Chiefs, uh, 30 years old. You know, he just came off a torn ACL in the AFC Championship game back in January. Maybe take a one-year flyer on an all-pro tackle. NFL Network to begin drug testing its contributors. Yeah, I got to stick this one. This morning, I was ambushed by a headline that said a hypothetical trade-up to number four with the Falcons. The Giants would give up their first-round pick next year, the number 11 pick, of course, number 42 overall, and Evan Ingram just for number four, I would say. The only way you do that is if you're taking a quarterback, and I don't think the Giants are in that market. So guess what? It's another bullshit story about the 2021 NFL draft. Back to you. Oh, he stuck the landing. The Giants' oh, building the is split. So the Giants are split on the number 11 pick. Joe Judge apparently loves Devonta Smith. Dave Gelman loves Micah Parsons. And the organization and the scouts love J.C. Horn. Personally, I'm more intrigued that DJ is in, uh, in Parsons' wheelhouse, you know, or wants him, you know, because he loves those hog mollies. Um, I'm not too shocked by, you know, Judge being behind Devonta Smith. More playmaking. He's got ties to Alabama. And then... The organization wanting J.C. Horn, I personally don't want a corner at number 11, but if he's the highest-rated player on the board, don't be surprised to hear his name get called. Back to you, Mac. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. (sighs) Yeah, I got to stick this one, too. A young, uh, talented graphic artist on the internet who will not be named totally duped all of NFL Twitter today. Made a hypothetical uh, trade that the Giants would trade back in exchange for the LA Chargers, uh, what, 15th overall pick, and 
you know, a third rounder. It was all bullshit. So guess what? Gotta kick it. Can I kick it? That does it for this week's headlines. And now a public service announcement. If you or a loved one has recently visited Eli Apple's orchard, you might be entitled to financial compensation. Is your future in jeopardy due to an injury caused by reaching for apples? Were you surprised to find no ripe fruit left and you had to reach for a rotten one? Please call Don't Reach 3668-732-2411. Don't reach as you might be owed financial compensation or traffic. That was a public service announcement from Big Blue all year. And now back to the show. Mr. Commissioner, the state of the draft. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Blue All Year Draft Extravaganza. Today, we will be doing a mock draft. Disciple, your commandments, please. All right, kids. The rules for our mock draft tonight. (laughs) There will be no trades because Gettleman doesn't trade back. We will go by the first 10 picks and rotate each and every single one between the three hosts. We will make the picks not by who we want, but what we think is going to happen. And now we will go over the last two episodes worth of draft picks. Burger. Okay, Mr. Gettleman. <laughs> Sorry, let me just catch my breath for a second. All right, the Burgers recap so far is still Jamar Jefferson running back in round six at 201. Chris Rumpf, the second edge out of Duke with number 196 in the sixth round. In round four, it's Walker Little with the 116th pick, O-Tackle out of Stanford. Round three, number 76, is Quinn Miners, offensive lineman. Round two, number 42, is Ronnie Perkins, Edge. And number one, we don't know yet. Mac. How about you, Mac? All right. So we got a a pair of double dips. Justin Hilliard and Derek Barnes, linebackers in round six. Amir Smith-Marset and Amon Ross-St. Brown. Apparently, I'm loving these hyphenated names. In rounds four and round three, two wide receivers – and then in round two, perhaps the reach for Mr. Rashad Weaver at the oh-so-precious edge position out of Pittsburgh. Two linebackers, two wide receivers, and an edge. Disciple. <laughs> well, Dave, I got Jimmy Morrissey, the center out of Pitt, with number 201. Number 196, we shuffle on to Buffalo for Jarrett Patterson, the bowling ball running back. At round four, pick 116, I drafted Tyler Shelvin, DT, out of LSU. Third round, Amon Ra St. Brown, inside wide receiver out of USC. Round two, I chose the hag, Landon Dickerson, Alabama. And the uh, first round pick is to be determined. Commissioner? Okay. I am your commissioner, the shaman of the Big Blue All Year Draft, and we are using today the Pro Football Network Draft Simulator to conduct our draft. 
today with the first pick is the Burger Jacksonville Ooh. Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars with the first overall pick are going to go with Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, Clemson. Who saw that one coming? (laughs) I didn't. With the second overall pick in the big blue all year mock draft, the New York Jets with the GM of Mac selects. Do we still get to boo the commissioner? I know you're not Roger Goodell, but like, boo. You can, you can boo me, and as the uh, surrogate Jets fan for the draft, you have to be as grumpy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that hard to pretend, but as I am a grumpus Gus anyways, but let's just get it over with. Who cares? He's going to suck anyways, right? I mean, we traded away Darnold, so we're taking a quarterback. I guess we got to take the baby face Zach Wilson. Did you watch that pro day? Really high hopes. This is our year. Zach Wilson, Jets, go, baby. He also has the biggest baby face ever. He looks like a child. He's, <laughs> he's an infant. With the but third pick. Go, yay, gangrene, or whatever they say. Fuck them. With the third pick in the big blue all-year mock draft, the disciple and the 49ers select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. <laughs> I'm not buying the Mac Jones bullshit smoke screen, and neither should you. Because guess what? Justin Fields has always been that number. No, too much of a lateral move. I think Justin Fields has got a very high ceiling. Are you going to place a bet on that? I was thinking about it. I'm thinking about about making a a prop bet. (laughs) Should have done prop bets tonight is what we should have done. That would have been interesting. Interesting. This show is not sponsored by Bet DSI, <laughs> but we would like to be. Not Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> um, with the fourth pick, we're back to you, Burger. You have the Falcons selecting. All right, you know this one's kind of tough because you know the Falcons can go a lot of different ways, but I think they're not uh, done trying to win with Matt Ryan. So the Atlanta Falcons are going to select Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. And he's going to be an absolute monster with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. And Hayden Hurst. Who's no Ooh, that's up. right. Oh, my God. Fucking monster. And with the fifth pick, Mac and the Bengals select. Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. And look, I need to explain myself because I've been pounding the drum that the Bengals are going to go offensive line if they were are not stupid. Uh, the short answer is here. I don't think their tackles, Jonah Williams and Riley Reef, are guys that are going to go into guards. You don't get Panay Sewell and ask him to play guard. This draft is flush with interior offensive line. I think they're going to maybe even double dip on the O line later in the draft. But you cannot deny the chemistry that Burrow and Chase have. You got to imagine Joey B is just asking everyone in that building to please make my day and go get this guy. And the thought of T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, throw in Auden Tate for it, you know, especially in the red zone. I mean, they could be a problem. Jamar Chase. The Dolphins and the Disciples select at six. Pick 
Panay Sewell, offensive tackle, Oregon. Look, the fact that he's even on the board at six is a huge W. I think the Dolphins will take that immediately, protect their investment of Tua Tungavailoa, and, uh, yeah, don't look back. I think there's plenty of wide receiver talent uh, later to uh, pick up. They did upgrade uh, during the offseason, so, yeah, let's move on. Burger with the Detroit Lions at pick number seven. So I feel like this is like a no-brainer, you know. They trade for Jared Goff. You lose Kenny Galladay, so, you know, you got to get him some weapons. I think they also lost Marvin Jones. So with the seven pick, Devonta Smith will be a Detroit Lion. Gives them extra firepower, bringing the Heisman Trophy winner to help Jared Goff suck even more in Detroit. So we are not allowing trades in our mock draft. So this next pick will be a bit of a more interesting pick, in my opinion. With the eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers and Mac select. That sounds like a little bit of collusion from the commissioner here. I, I'm not sure if I think the Panthers are going to trade in real life. We'll see. I think the Broncos and nine are more likely. Mm. But we shall see. I, I There has been some rumors that I may have been wrong for mocking Disciple about the idea that the Panthers could still be in play for a quarterback, but I still think that's a bunch of fucking bullshit and they're just trying to get someone to trade up in front of them. But I digress. If they stay in that eight hole, I think for a lot of the same reasons that Berger justified Devonta Smith, it's going to be Jalen Waddle, uh, Alabama, Alabama wide receiver. This guy's electric in all phases of the game. You know, a, a lot of times he's compared to Devonta Smith and they say he's not as good of a r- route runner. That's really more talking about how great Devonta Smith is than saying Jalen Waddle's a bad route runner. He's more than capable, but he also brings that electric next level gear to take the top off of a defense And you look at a team that just went out and got a quarterback, as we've said in previous episodes, who did not have any weapons to play with whatsoever. You got to go ahead and make sure you get a good, um, you got to see what Sam Darnold is. If you're going to give up assets, you got to go see what he is. And Jalen Waddle is going to go a long way in helping that. Okay. With the ninth pick, the Broncos and the Disciple select. This you is a tough want, one. You know you, you want know to do it. Here's what I'm doing. I think that the Broncos in positions other than quarterback are decent, but they're missing a quarterback that can start right now. With that pick, I'm taking Mac Jones out of Alabama for the Denver Broncos. I don't trust Drew Locke. I think Mac Jones is a high-floor prospect. Doesn't may may not have the upside that some of these other quarterbacks have, but right out of the gate, I could see Mac Jones being a pretty decent quarterback in the NFL. Interesting. I thought you would have went Trey Lance there. Well, Trey Lance is going to take a, a a a year or two on the bench, I think. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think the Broncos have that kind of time. Do you think it's? Do you think they trade up? I don't know. Like if Mac Jones has fallen. If anybody, if any of the quarterbacks are falling, I think the Broncos are primed to, you know, swing. But I mean, they swung and missed quite a few times at the quarterback position over the last ten years. After, after, after Peyton Manning left, 
it's yeah. really been a, you know the Paxton Lynches and those guys. Brock Osweilers. Ah, <laughs> Brock. Rocket arm, I must say. Yeah, what was he like? A, oh no, he's not the twenty-seven-year-old uh, rookie. Who was that? Brandon. Brandon Whedon. Whedon. Yeah, Whedon. <laughs> Forgot all about him. Of the Browns and Cowboys. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But let us digress, shall we? Indeed. With the most unfortunate selection in this draft, I give to you Burger, the tenth selection as the Cowboys. See, this is where it gets really weird, or it can be weird, because I could just totally screw the Giants by doing this one pick right now, instead of getting what they absolutely need, is which is a corner. So in this scenario, the Dallas Cowboys are going to select. Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman. Fucking <laughs> Hey, man, they have a lot of holes filled on that offensive line, man. They're old, and that's a premier. They did possible. just invest heavily last year, but we'll see. Hey, we're doing it live. God damn it. If this actually happens. Yes. I, we just <laughs> yeah, I'll be fucking sick if the fucking Cowboys take Slater. Oh, I'm my God. But that, that might push somebody else down towards us, so you never know. But. So, right now, the Giants are primed to get the hell out of that spot. Uh, yeah. This if is I'm Gettleman, game. I'm looking to trade, trade, trade for anything. <laughs> Correct. This yeah. right now presents a, a in this current scenario where we are not allowed to trade back, uh, and in the possible real world scenario where Gettleman apparently doesn't trade back. Yeah, let's let's review the draft board right now, guys. Trey Lance still on the board. Mm-hmm. Pat Sertain the second. J.C. Horn, Darisaw, Parsons, J.O.K. out of Notre Dame, Ojalari out of Georgia, Barmore out of Alabama, Vera Tucker. Still plenty of talent. But yeah, but I think you got to dra- trade down to maximize. Absolutely. This is where hopefully the Patriots call because they see Trey Lance is still on the board. That'd be great for them. But I say there's no trades right or, now. Or the Bears somehow because that's been some rumors too. The Bears would have to give us their first rounder next year. Or honestly, yeah. I would prefer like multiple picks in this year's draft. But um, another first never hurts. Yeah, you can I wouldn't turn that. But that's not the rules of our mock draft, boys. Yep. All right. So I just went not a lot of trade. So all right, Commissioner. If I if I recall, uh... Burger just went. So we we shall continue down the line of the order. So Mac, you have the first selection as the Giants. Wow. Well, who who are you taking in this situation? Fuck me. So. In this scenario, as I have just mentioned, as you all know, so I will I will make one comment on in the context of the draft that I've built. And that is the flaw of going backwards, because if any of you have been listening to me, I have been screaming from on high as well as getting into fights with random people on Giants Facebook because I'm a boomer and that's the only social media I have about Offensive line being the only thing that's relevant. And in my world, I frankly, I'd rather reach for a guy like a, a, a Vera Tucker, maybe even here, but it's not where we're going with this. Point being is I went with depth in the front seven between an edge and two linebackers. And I think this, this, this uh, draft is just so deep with wide receivers. You can get serious talent later, all thinking that today my crown jewel of Rashawn Slater will be there. But this is an excellent lesson because 
hell, be it the Cowboys or somebody else, unless people are training up for the Cowboys, I mean, excuse me, for the quarterbacks, I'm just not sure that Rashawn Slater drops, which is very scary to me. So all of that digression is to say, shit, I think I'm going to have to go Micah Parsons. And I know that is contradicting a lot of things that I have said. Again, I think in the real world that the Giants might have him off the list. But if any of these rumors are to be true and people still think he's, I mean, purely football prospect, this guy has it all. Now, the knock on him is that he might not be great in coverage. He just wasn't really asked to do it. A guy with this level of athleticism and speed and strength should be able to cover tight ends and running backs. There's no reason that he that he shouldn't. Remember when people said that um, uh, Martinez couldn't play? Be, well, he wasn't asked. He was asked to play, you know, cleanup duty. So I, I think you see that with um, Micah Parsons. He could play edge. I mean, think about it, guys. With McKinney, Jabril Peppers both on the field, and with a guy like Pepper um, Parsons and Martinez, the flexibility in the Giants' front would be insane. They would never have to come off the field. He can rush the passer. He can play coverage. I believe he's he does it all. If the red flags check out, and this is how the board drops, you take a guy that absolutely transforms the Giants' defense. So. Sorry, I got I, I got flustered, guys. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. I pulled a Jerry Reese. Oh, I just wasn't prepared. Worst, I got, that's the last thing you can do. I re I got a call. My I reached. No, it was Mark Ross calling. Ugh. Mark Ross was the devil on Jerry Reese's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna have to in a full Simon Cowell fashion. I'm going to have to agree. With Mr. Mac. What else is new? No, because listen, I mean, I think Micah Parsons is, uh, I think he's one of the best. And I, I said it before on the podcast, I'll say it again. I think he is the best draft day net gain for the entire team. I think the, the defense goes from like top 10 to, dare I say, top five? We'll have to see, but you got to like what you see, you know? Uh, well, Mr. Disciple, you made this harder. Because I, too, is going to also say Mr. Parsons. <laughs> I will not now. <laughs> uh, for like the spirit of this exercise and this uh, I, this too, segment, like to party. I'm going to totally do a 360 here. And I'm going to go with Trey Lance. What? The fact that I can <laughs> flip him and get capital back and or sit him for two years. And if Daniel Jones sucks, I have possibly another dual threat quarterback. Jesus Christ, Burger. That was Burger with the best take. Fucking I completely agree. Nowhere. You flip Daniel Jones and you keep Trey Lance. That's outrageous. <laughs> That's crazy enough to work. But have you guys all been listening to Max Kellerman or something? <laughs> oh my god. Don't get me Max started on Max Kellerman. <laughs> you sound like Max Kellerman right now. No. Hey man, you never know. You never know what Dave Gettleman's gonna do. I, I, you remember a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know, I might have some picks I prefer, but I don't think the Giants could possibly make the wrong choice. I would lose my goddamn mind if they pick a quarterback at 11. Yeah, it would be the biggest shock of the draft if they took a quarterback. Uh, so before we move on from, from this segment of the 
the mock draft, fellas. I have one quick question to ask you guys. Lay it on us, Kamish. Why not Patrick Sertain? With all the question marks that we have on our, in our secondary, oh. Dory Jackson being the biggest question mark, why not take the number, the best cornerback in the draft over somebody like Micah Parsons who has such characteristic flaws? I don't care because he's a missile. Well, well, Micah Parsons is a fucking defensive missile, and I want him on my team. I don't give a fuck if he's doing that shady shit. <laughs> I just think we've invested so much in the secondary, and and just to take a first round pick on another corner. This seems. Yeah, but I, don't, I know he's 13, possibly the best corner prospect. Is not just yeah, I know he's nice. Neither is J.C. Horn, dude. So, uh, you know, uh, to, to answer your question, Shaman, Commissioner, whichever you prefer tonight, the, I wouldn't Stop have to Professor Shaman. You know, I, I – It's McGee, whichever name you want to go by. It's, I'm Ron Commissioner. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you eat paint chips as a kid? Sorry, I'm cross-quoting, I'm cross quoting, cross-quoting. Um, no, I, 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 if the Giants brass deem Patrick Sertan, Sertan as the guy – or, or J.C. Horn, whichever one they pick better, and the, the Cowboys are dumb enough not to add to their secondary. But you don't need to look further than a year ago to see how quickly depth in the secondary can erode. So you get a guy that can contribute and potentially be your number one corner in a year or two. I, I wouldn't be upset with that. And um, I, I will read one thing here, which already makes me uh, upset with my own pick and why I think he should be off the board. Uh, So here's a quote from Micah Parsons. Obviously, people had some concerns about things that happened. We all make mistakes when we're 17, 18. If someone is going to judge me over that, then I would rather not be in their program. I know the type of person I'm becoming. I know soon the type of father I'm becoming. That's all that matters to me. What do you guys think about that? He's having a kid? Oh, his kid is about to be three years old, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God, how old is this guy? Uh, 21, 22? I don't know. Shit, that's crazy. Very adulting. But the, that was, the, the fact that he has a child was not the main takeaway I was looking for from that. Um, does that oh, sound like <laughs> Wait, you want to talk football? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he's 21 years old, by the way. Okay, so I, I do like that statement, though. It sounded very... Um, uh, him maturing compared to what we've did it though. Uh, it's better than what we keep hearing about him. And is it though possible things in locker rooms? Ah, <laughs> that wasn't a denial. So I'm going to go ahead and say that like definitely that should happen. <laughs> well, that's that's concerning. <laughs> it is, but that's that's red flag city right there. But I mean, how many guys in uh, the Giants building can vouch for him? That's what it comes down to, right? At least Coach Chaos, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he well, better... and that's assuming he is vouching for him. Maybe he's not. Uh, that's he's also like very possible. He's a psychopath, and we shouldn't get him on. But his- hold on. And uh, one thing I just want to say. Hey, what if he's an Aldon Smith? One thing I just want to say is I'm glad that, you know, we're two, three days away from the draft, and we have no fucking idea what they're doing because that's a good thing. That means no, but none of the other teams don't either. 
Yeah, I feel like it's usually DG's like downfalls. Like he's somewhat always tips his hand or not since judges very uh, predictable. <laughs> yeah, because Joe Judge probably hasn't like <laughs> all that shit locked down. Yeah, but that also that was really a Jerry Reese problem, if we're being honest. I do want to pose one more question before we move on. Outside of this draft, who do you guys want us to take with the 11th pick? Not with the simulation like we had before. So, like, just shot out of a cannon, who is the number one person? Who is actually going to be there at 11 that we could take? Like, I want Jalen Waddle, ideally. That's who I built my draft around. That's who I want us to get. Gotcha. So, Mac, what about you? I want Rashawn Slater. I really think it's going to end up being Devonta Smith. Okay, I'm still cool with that. Oh wow, Disciple? I still don't know, man. I'm so I'm the most indecisive motherfucker, dude. When I was like seven years old, my mom told me to blockbuster. That shit would take me fucking twenty minutes just to figure out what video game I was about to play for the next couple of days. Thank God you are not on the clock to give the pick because we. Were I know. Out. I. I mean, I really want. I'll, I'm cool with Smith. I'm cool with Waddle. I'm cool with Slater. Like, there's really nothing that they could do to fuck this up except take a defensive tackle without trading back. Yeah. Drafting a running back oh. or like uber, uber reaching uh, for an edge at 11. I agree with all that. So, what, what is uh, the like question there then? What's I like Ojalari, but now they're saying his knee is fucked up and he might slide to the second round now. Was that the USC guy? Oh, the, no, the Georgia yeah. Bulldog. Georgia, yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. We have two Micah Parsons, one of which is already regretting the words out of his mouth because he shit his pants. Uh, the And who who did we get? And a Trey Lancer. Trey Lancer. The um, commissioner. What do, you, what do you think there, Roger? I mean, Shaman? I mean, Tits? Yeah, I'm okay. I think Thursday is going to be fun. Oh, and I'm going to be weird for that rapid reaction. Oh, yes, folks. We are doing a live rapid reaction for the 11th pick. So please stay tuned for that on Thursday. It will be wild because I bet you all four of us will be intoxicated. Please drink responsibly. I, I think I can safely say that the Giants are in a position, right? I think I can speak for all of us. The Giants are in a position where... Regardless of what they do, besides, you know, take a quarterback, uh, we'll be pretty happy with what they do. I think even Vera Tucker, like it is kind of a reach, but like still a need. The guy's probably he's he's got the makings of a pro bowl athlete, a guard, because realistically, the team is 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 making that forward progression that they we wanted to see the holes the the, like the major holes have really like started been filled we're just complimenting (laughs) just to add a little razzle dazzle as i like to say oh man it's thursday night's gonna be a bloodbath i can't wait all right Well, well that's forward looking Let's take our last look into the past and get to our last part of Gaging Gettleman. Three episodes, three drafts to gauge. We're on to 2020. And this draft class, the Giants had 10 picks, one in each rounds one through six, and then a whopping four picks in the seventh round. And it is as follows. Andrew Thomas, Xavier McKinney, Matt Pert, Darnay Holmes, Shane Lemieux, 
Cam Coughlin, Carter Coughlin, TJ Bronson, Chris Williamson, Tay Crowder. I believe you mean Cam Brown, Cam Coughlin. What did I say? I said Cam Coughlin. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He merged them. It was fantastic. Oops. I'm sorry, Cam Brown. I didn't Ooh, mean to. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Cam Brown, Carter Coughlin, TJ Brunson. I was trying to do it quick. Whatever. I know. It's fine. But yeah. uh, Mac, I believe this is your draft. Am I wrong? I mean, you know, they all are, baby. <laughs> it's always filming the camera, love. Well, what did you get right, guys? Hopefully, like, five or six of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... They all contributed in they some way. All, I mean, they all could have a serious, you know, a, at least a pretty good role. What was your stat, Disciple, about if you get X amount of players in a draft, it's a good draft? I think a GM said, I think it was, I'm, I'm not going to try to quote the wrong person, but I believe it was Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN. Mike Tannenbaum? <laughs> Radio, he said, if you can get three, uh, like uh, like three stars out of a draft, you had a pretty good draft. If you have seven picks in a draft, you get three stars. Like that's a pretty good fucking draft. So he either that's the reason he got fired because you're supposed to be getting more, or he just never was able to get three. One or the other. Um, <laughs> he, well, I think it would be a massive disappointment if this draft doesn't net at least three capable starters based on what we saw last year. I, right. Like you got to hope it's three of the top four, Thomas it, LT. Well, he would have had McKinney three starters and right there. If McKinney didn't get hurt, that would have been three starters right off the bat. Well, I mean, Fleming. So it, it, try to put on hurt. your, your blinders here for a moment. The day after the draft, did we feel better about this draft than we did the other two the day after? I like, think so. I think so. Do we think so, or do we just feel that much better about it a year in? But because, do we always just do like? Is there that that post draft magic where you're like, all these players are going to be fucking Hall of Famers? You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, like, zero it's, it's like you're so, or like when it. when they chose Daniel Jones, like this kid sucks. The Giants are always going to suck. Fuck this. <laughs> like. We're so emotional fans. Fuck? Like we really don't realize how emotional we are as fans. How much this shit controls our lives, straight up. The and the thing I was about to say, I think the la- the Daniel Jones draft was the one I was most disappointed with immediately after. But that's not even true because at the time, the fact that the Giants had three first round picks, and I was like, yeah, and we get them. For- we each had them for five years. Like it's starting quarter. Like Dexter Lawrence, we did. Who would have known on that draft day about Baker? I'm not saying they do. I guess every just- other GM besides us. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just yeah. don't know that I was I mean, yeah, but about like, this. Nah. <laughs> on May 1st, 2020, was I excited about this draft class? I don't know. I don't remember. I think I was. I was. I was. I was. That they got a lot of offensive line. That's that's what I'll say. Is I think the quote that I'm on record saying is that any draft where the Giants finally got the offensive lineman that I've been asking for, as far as how many in one draft, I can't possibly complain. So I guess there's that. Who, who's 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 his uh what pick did he do wrong how about that let's move on I, I think we're all in concurrence that it's got to be chris williamson yeah Ooh. didn't even make the team for the same metric i'll say tj brunson then too you know you you roll the dice on you know 
four linebackers, the fact that three of them stuck around. So, and well, TJ is still on the roster. He he's just still on the, play, he's still right? on the roster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think he was on the practice squad. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll agree with disciple Chris Williamson. Like you draft the guy, you would hope they would stay on the team, but like, what do I know? I was big on James Robinson out of Illinois state. Last one year. that got away. That was the one that got away from me. Well, would that I mean, be obviously I have no say, but like that was one prospect I really, really liked in the seventh round for the giants. Is that, yeah, so if that, if you had one back, is that who you would have gone with? That's who I would have gone with for sure. And refresh me who we're talking about here? The running back that's on Jacksonville. That, oh, the Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had, had a great a rookie year. I mean, he just came from nowhere, undrafted free agent, just took care of business in 2020. Business. He would have been a nice backup to, um, to Saquon going down, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Power back. Mac, what would you have redone? I mean, I hate to say it, and I hope that this is a relevance come, you know, 12 months from now or three years from now or really whenever that that decision will be made. But it's got to be Andrew Thomas, and it, you have to go really any of the other big four. Well, all I was going to say which one because I was going to – It's still too early to say in my opinion on that. I agree. I agree. And that's as any we, of the others. Like, I don't know. I don't know what these guys are going to be. They, some, you know, some have a good, some might fizzle out like Will Hernandez. We don't know. We're only was, 365 days since this draft. Becton would have been amazing. But, but yo, if they chose Becton at four, I would have been like, eh, I don't know. That's a good oh, one. I don't get that's I a gamble. The stones to Six, do eight, that. 360. Come on. Don't get me wrong. I did not have the stones to make that call. And if I was getting paid the money to make the decision, I don't know that I would have been able to take the gamble on Mekhi Becton. It's easy to look back and say that now, right? Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think in the, in, the, in the honesty of the exercise, Disciple, though, what I would say is that you know, maybe I would have taken Chase Claypool in the second round instead of Xavier McKinney with the benefit of hindsight. But in that first round, I think right now, a year in, we have to say you would have been happier with any of those other three tackles. And I think I would have gone Mackay Becton. Tristan Worse had a great year. I thought I wanted Wills. I really did. That was my guy last year. You're a big Wills guy. I was a, I was a monumental Wills guy. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. We, we could be singing a different tune a year, five years from now. Again, whenever this story is finally written, when the last chapter of these four people's careers are written is when we can decide. But I think a year in objectively speaking, the giants made the worst of the four options or the worst of the four choices. But thank God it's only been one season. Correct. Correct. So much more time. All right. Well, with that in mind, let's grade them and get out of here. I'm just, I need more sleep for Thursday. It needs to come sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. Um, I'll go with a B plus. I think McKinney is going to net us to being in probably one of the best safeties in the league. If he stays healthy, he's going to absolutely kill it. Um, I think Andrew Thomas, another season of under his belt. He, he started flashing at the end. Matt Perry, and now that he's finally like healthy, yo, he was on a bum ankle all year. Like, what yep. have we really Darnay seen Holmes from Andrew Thomas? We don't slot. know. Any love, of those linebackers? Love me some Darnay Holmes, too. Tay Crowder, starting middle linebacker, is Mr. Irrelevant. Like, he 
Carter Coughlin contributed in the seventh round. Like love- Canberra. He, I think Gettleman had a good draft, man. What about you guys? Yeah, I would I would say B. I'd say B for now. I mean, all these guys, I mean, the down the list, I mean, each guy did make a contribution pretty much. Cam Brown in that Bengals game, you know. Tay Crowder won the game against the or Washington No Names. <laughs> I can't wait for that drop. I will yeah. never, ever be able to not bleep call him, them. Bleep him. Um, you know, until proven otherwise, I'm giving him an A. Really? Oh, we have not given the benefit of more, you know, the half-life of these drafts are not very long as it would seem given the, given our most recent look back into memory lane. I think the question Berger asked was, is there a single person from this draft you would definitely resign? And both of us were like, Oh shit. Like not definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So while I have the opportunity to do so, and again, Eight months from now, this could be a wildly different answer, but you have a potentially a starting left tackle that played a lot better. You have a potentially fantastic all-around safety. You have your potential starting right tackle. You have your potential starting left guard. You have your potential starting nickelback. And then you potentially have one starter and multiple rotational linebackers in one draft, many of which are going to be paid peanuts because they're rounds fifth and later. Like that's a fucking home run. Like, so again, while, yeah, while I have the right. opportunity to say it, I'm going to give Gettleman his his uh, his well due deserved A. All right, if you haven't figured it out by now, folks, we are possessed by the spirits that reside in 1925 Giants Drive. But hey, even they make mistakes. So let's exercise tonight's demons with the shaman. Come on, Burger. Forgetting your mock draft that you took weeks to prepare. Not knowing that hog mollies are linemen, defensive and offensive. Big fat boys. And sheesh, the three of you could have been a little bit easier on yourself in the mock draft. Leaving nobody you thought was going to be there, there. All right, all you dreamers and creamers. Let's end tonight with the fact that these draft prospects just simply aren't aware. The Giants are young. They're aggressive. They're improving. New York football. Giants. Ah! Ah! God, I love that. For Burger, the Disciple, and the Shaman, I'm Mac. We're Big Blue all year. Good night.